Hey there, and welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome, the official podcast for all you ladies on Valentine's Day. Uh, hey guys, I hate to tell you this, but Valentine's Day was Sunday. I'm sorry. Anywho, here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. All right. Well, hello, everybody. I am Darren. I'm Mike. And we are very excited. This is episode 25 of the Irritable Dad Syndrome podcast. We're very excited tonight because we have have a special guest. And we've done this show for six months now, and we haven't had a live guest yet until tonight. And our guest is actor, comedian, uh, Don Smith. And he's he's a very funny guy. And he hosts the Life Radio Show. And I just want to say, when we started this podcast, I think we were in episode two or, yeah. or three, yeah, we and were, Don Smith yeah. sends me a message, and he says, hey, man, I want to promote your show. And Don, you were nice enough to have us on your show, and thank you so much for that. We had a blast. And uh, you probably, after we recorded the show, said, that show won't last. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're on episode 25, you've lasted. Yeah, because yeah. It, yeah, that's the the average podcast lasts about seven episodes, and then that's it. Is that true? Is that what that, people, that people is, give yeah, up my, on it? Most yeah. most podcasts cast casters cast most either either is correct. Right. If once you get past one, if you get up to like seven to ten episodes, you're a you're an old timer because mm-hmm. most of them don't last that long. I have heard that. Yeah, we bored, yeah. We had to end of we had to end our show. Remember on the seventh and our eighth episode was our big comeback episode. That's right. And I did. There was a, like a natural feeling of distaste when you came over to record the eighth <laughs> video or the eighth podcast. Eighth, I was about yeah. to say, get out of my house. It's like man. how many? I don't want to. What is this really? I know you're we're like why you were, you were forced. You were forced into doing the eighth one. Otherwise, it, it would, is what you're saying. No, Mike was seriously asking why in the hell are we still doing this? But you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our episode, not to brag, and it's not like we don't have like ginormous numbers, but we keep getting pop a little bit more popular yeah. each week. Yeah, and, and, so, it's, and we're not tricking everyone into listening. We had the one guy that thought that this was actually an irritable bowel syndrome podcast right, from Africa. that Darren kept <laughs> talking to in medical. He just kept the guy kept asking that, medical that would, questions. That would be a weird podcast. It would be uh, very, very specific. <laughs> And yeah. how much could you really talk about that? I think well, you could do one just, episode tops. <laughs> yeah, we just beat right. them in popularity. I think two weeks yeah. ago. So unless yeah, it's, are, unless they're like using the podcast as like a group therapy thing, right? <laughs> well, no, I told you. You know, my friend uh, Jen, she was listening and she was looking for our show. She ran a search for it on Amazon Podcasts or wherever she ran the search for it, and and it came up as as the top choice. And she says, "Hey, you guys are more popular than Irritable Bowel Syndrome." Yeah. And that ended up being the t- the title of the show we did uh, when you, we were on your show, the Life Radio Show. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Don, thanks for thanks for uh, being our guest tonight. How you been? What's going on? I, I've been good. I've been I've been keeping busy. I've uh, I'm actually I'm taking two weeks off from the show, so I'm putting out a lot of throwback episodes right now, which. I've been doing that for like the past, ever since COVID, I, I do three brand new episodes a week. Plus I do a throwback from like four years ago or more. And, uh, 
it's it's a lot of fun but I, I i love being able to take a break but i'm lying like 520 some episodes Holy right now so Lord. yeah i've been having this going for a little while but uh i've of course comedy comedy died <laughs> <laughs> comedy died with covid it, yeah. it was the one of the first victims of covid was comedy and live performances right and i really haven't been doing a lot of comedy i have been able to get back on movie sets again a couple times but you well, know, I, I, I apologize. Typically, typically I do. Uh, I thought I'd done my research because I had posted on our page, you know, when I announced that you were going to be our guest. And I said, you know, he's a regular at Wiley's. And do, do they still use your voice as the welcome to Wiley's? And, you know, we'll kick you out if you heckle. The, is that still no, that's, your voice? that's always done live. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah, that was, and okay. I did that a couple times. Usually John Morris does those. Okay. <laughs> or we'll grab a comic from the back and say, Hey, you want to do the, you want to do the offstage intro? <laughs> Welcome to Wiley's comedy club. Yep. Every now and then you, <laughs> did hey. I just hear hey, everybody. Krusty the clown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it, but, but yeah, those, those are, those are done live while they're mm -hmm. doing the, uh, bringing people up. Yeah. So, but Wiley's if, for anybody who's not in the greater Cincinnati area, Wiley's is still just, it's a fantastic comedy club. I've been there uh, three times and each time went, and I'm not bragging, but each time for me felt better than, than the last, there's always a good crowd. And, uh, oh, yeah. and but I'll tell you how, how long did you guys have to close? Uh, we had to close. I think it was like the second weekend of, or the second week of March. Mm-hmm. And we re reopened right about the end of June. We did one show right before we did the uh, fireworks competition. Right. So, yeah, we, we were only closed a couple of months, but uh, it was long enough for yeah. our bank to close our accounts. And yeah. we had to jump through some unbelievable hoops to open back up. Yeah. And uh, I've been I've been slowly working my way out. Because <laughs> I I love the club, I absolutely do. But the stress of being at the helm is just I there's only so much I can take, and three years of that. Because you know I try to perform comedy when I can. I mm -hmm. do film when I can. I have my radio show and podcast. I work a full time job. Plus, with Wiley's on there, I mean, I was yeah. I was going nonstop. We'll put it this way: the last the last year that uh, before COVID, I dropped probably with everything that was going on, plus personal personal things in my life. I won't get into. I dropped probably seventy five pounds in a year, and no that's kidding. not from exercising. That's just from drinking an overabundance of vodka and not eating any. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a diet I need to get on. Well, I will tell right. you that thanks to COVID, I have put it all back in more. <laughs> People have talked about gaining the COVID fifteen. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm like at eighty five now, so oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so well, there, oh, go ahead. I, I have a show announcement: is that for the past twenty minutes or so, we mm -hmm. haven't been recording a damn thing. But wait, I love that. But. I have done. I have gone through an entire show. <laughs> We have. I have I, I've done this for, <laughs> I've done the radio show for six years. I've done the podcast for over four now. Mm -hmm. And in all that time, I have never forgot to record a show. <laughs> well, I, I did, I, it, I, I, I did the, it twice this past August. 
Well, here's the deal. We have been streaming the Twitch. Uh-huh. So at the end of this, I can go grab that and I can splice them together. Okay. So yeah, it'll, you, it'll you, be can go, you can go okay. grab your Twitch. Yeah. Hello. Hello. That's, that's Hello. What you, <laughs> yes. you can stick your Twitch in there when we're, <laughs> when we're all done. Well, I remember, I remember one time. Uh, so Don used to have uh, Sunday, Sunday comics and he, Comics could come by beforehand, like at five or six in the afternoon. Yeah, the comics hang. Comics yeah. hang and talk and go over go over material and work some stuff out. And he always provided snacks and stuff. Well, I got there one time and I, I was the first one there, and it was the night after the freezer had uh, blown. And oh my god, Don was just cursing up a streak, <laughs> throwing <laughs> bottle after bottle after bottle of, of beer that had that had busted. <laughs> oh yeah and he's like he's like darren hey you want to buy a comedy club <laughs> <laughs> no one's well, that, no one's offered no one's that's offered to thing. sell me their comedy club before <laughs> I, I it would have been real cheap no that's 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 the thing i i love the place i absolutely do i mm-hmm. hope it continues on forever mm-hmm. uh i wish it all the best yeah i just <laughs> It got to a point where every weekend I would go in and there would be some kind of just catastrophe. And it's like I told my my business partner the one day, I said, dude, if you drove up to your house every day after work and you knew there was like a 60% chance that it was going to be on fire, (laughs) I think you'd move. Yeah, and that's basically yeah. what that's what it felt like. Is yeah. like every every night going in there, it's like, what's gonna be wrong now? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, you know, I don't know that I talked to you about this, but I, you know, something you could have done to stay open, you guys should have opened up a drive-through window. Drive-through comedy. Drive-through comedy. People right. come up. It's like, welcome to Wiley's. Would you like a five-minute routine or a ten-minute routine? Tr- we tried to do delivery, but not <laughs> one person wanted a comedian to have their address. It was weird. <laughs> it's like it's like this guy won't leave. Travis Charles will not leave my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's moved in. Uh, he's sleeping on our futon right now. He's been here six months. I don't know that he has a house. Um, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Well, listen, the, the main reason why I wanted to have you on, the, the, the big question that I wanted to ask you is, I don't know, do you know who Paris Hilton is, Don? I do. Okay, I do. So, so Paris Hilton, the, the news is out, Mike. I didn't and, know if you were going to try to explain to me who Paris Hilton is. Right, well, I know you, I've, I've, seen, I've seen the magazines you have upstairs. <laughs> so Paris Hilton has Perez started Hilton. a podcast, and she has described herself as an innovator, a first mover, and she said that voice and audio is the next frontier. And I think Paris Hilton is full of crap. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. She, I mean, you've been doing your radio show and your podcast for years. I mean, we, we've done 25 episodes and we're ahead of her. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know why. It's like she's just putting her flag down, claiming... That, yeah, that yeah. she's that like she, the, she yeah. started this. She's this like was, <laughs> she's the she's the innovator. She's not <laughs> jumping on the bandwagon and probably have a million downloads in her first episode because she's Paris Frickin' Hill. I mean, I think but, the you know the Al Gore had the first podcast, and that was after he invented the internet, right? Exactly, like, well, yeah, he, yeah, he invented the internet. He cured global warming, so that man should have a, a, a well followed podcast. He should. You'd think so. He, caught, he even caught man bear pig. <laughs> if I recall, <laughs> was that was that the Super Bowl of 
Oh no, that was Puppy South Monkey Park. Baby. South Park. Yeah. That was Puppy yeah, that Monkey was, Baby. Yeah, Man yeah. Bear Man Bear Pig was South Park because he was <laughs> yeah. half man, half bear, and half pig. Yeah. <laughs> the math doesn't quite seem to add up on right. that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But when you have a combination like that, you gotta expect some discrepancies. Yeah. But no, anyway, I, I saw that and and I just had to laugh. And what's what really is sad is that her podcast will instantly get it's going to get just millions and millions of yeah. followers. Yeah. And I don't think so. Yeah, really? Unless there's video with like her screwing something, nobody's going to care. <laughs> something. Nobody, nobody's <laughs> tuning into Paris Hilton. Not for her somebody, brain. something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, nobody's well, tuning into Paris Hilton for her brain. They never did. It's like even that stupid show she did with what's it, Nicole Richie. Oh, Nicole Richie. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah, uh, even, the even that, I mean, nobody was watching that because it was intelligent TV. They were watching it because they were pretty and stupid. Well, there's the train, there's the there's the train wreck factor. I mean, I'll listen to the first yeah. episode just to hear what in God's name is she going to talk then, about. Then you're adding to the problem. She's, I am. Yeah, she's going to talk part of the problem. That's what I do. I add to the problem. Yeah, she's going to talk about uh, <laughs> purses, and she's going to talk about things that are so fetch, yeah. and 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 she's going to talk and about things how she, that are so hot. That's yeah. so hot, and that's just hot. That is so hot, and she's going to talk about like eyeliner and I, yeah. I don't know you know i would listen to I'm her see eyeliner. if i can get her on the life radio show to do a cross promotion <laughs> okay yeah 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 and then and then throw a you know throw a bone our way see if she'll do our show yeah oh yeah well she's yeah. not much more than bone so i'll throw her over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's skinny shaming isn't it i think so I, I apologize for that that's wrong no you're and fine I don't, well I don't no i'm just i'm apologizing to your listener <laughs> listener singular let nice thank you thank you i was about to say chris hughes isn't here but he is here he popped up he actually so, popped up in the chat we have a listener who we've we've actually banned from the show yeah really Bec- yeah because he thinks he's funnier than 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 we are he's right and he's, he's, right. Is. Yeah, he's yeah. annoying <laughs> and uh so we've banned him from the show and i don't know apparently he's just sadistic because he just gets all excited because he's not allowed on the show so he this is him like walking on fire or, you oh, know nice. so nice. he he just keeps testing us every week but yeah do you have any listeners that that you can't stand i i don't think so yeah. i don't think so most, yeah. most of my listeners the only i i don't get a lot of interaction with my listeners i don't they don't want to talk to me i guess <laughs> <laughs> well sadly we're still at the point where all our listeners are people we know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did get I did get an angry uh, email sent to uh, the general manager at the radio station one time. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we talked about boobs. Right. Right, and that was she was. <laughs> I think I actually did put. I read her review on an episode. I think I read her email because mm-hmm. the general manager forwarded to me and said, "Dude, you got to chill out." And I was like, "That's hilarious." And I read it on the next episode, <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and I've always told people that anytime they want to, you know, you can email the life one Oh six, nine at gmail.com. And if you send me hate mail, I will read it on the air. <laughs> we, <laughs> we haven't had any, any hate mail yet. No, just the guy that thought we were irritable bowel he, syndrome yeah, doctors. He, <laughs> he, he sent us an email 
or a message on our multiple on our Facebook multiple, page. Hold on, you're not you're not doing this story justice. Multiple messages it, because Bess was watching me. I was on my phone watching you converse with this guy. It was like in real time, mm-hmm. and he said something like, "I have trouble farting when I'm walking." Yeah, but it's like really broken English, like me trouble farting walking. Well, he's from, and then you you jumped in and said something like, "Hey, that's great. Why don't you come on the show and talk to us about it?" <laughs> I like, did. What the hell? I is didn't he doing? invite him on the show. <laughs> I, I would have. That'd have been fantastic. See, I, I'm surprised I haven't gotten more angry emails and more hate mail because the life radio show sounds like it's something that should be religious. It does. It does. And it's anything but. Right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, anything but we will talk about. You, if it has to do with butts, it's on my show. You give no ad- advice. You give no, it's like, you know, you'd think that you'd right. go on there. How do I live my best life? I'm going to call Don Smith. Yeah. yeah nope. Exactly. You would think <laughs> that would be somebody's go-to. At least email me and say, what is your advice? Right. How should I, how should I proceed in my life right now? <laughs> right. And the- I'm, I'm disappointed that more people don't reach out to me for that because I think <laughs> it would help i think i could really help people yeah <laughs> well don did, i can't get i can't get my life together but i think somebody else i could tell them i could tell so many people what to do right yeah i yeah. would i would love a show where you just gave nothing but constant life advice <laughs> <laughs> that that would be great to be, live callers though you you would want to hear somebody yeah, like yeah. The, the the hope in their voice that you're going to be able to help them and then hear this the disappointment slowly creep in as the conversation goes on yeah and then they're yeah, trying they're, to get they're off for the a phone. while there for a while i don't know if you guys heard of uh the bad advice line i haven't there was actually a number you could call, and I probably have the number somewhere, but you could call just for people to specifically give you bad advice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what it was, is a, it was actually a bunch of comedians in Cincinnati got together because somebody, somebody worked for like Verizon and they had access to a bunch of different numbers mm-hmm. and they had everybody tied in. It would go to just random comedians that put their, gave this guy their number. And you could call it and it'd be, you never know who you're going to talk to. And it would be somebody just giving you the worst possible advice of whatever you asked. And every now and then (laughs) they'd have like special weekends. They did a giraffe facts weekend where it was all (laughs) fake giraffe facts. You would call somebody up and did you know that such and such was really a giraffe that won the NBA tournament and then, you know, just weird Weird stuff that makes no sense, but it was a super fun phone number to call. I think we called it on the radio show a couple times. Well, you know, all all giraffes are female. That's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah, I knew that. That's the, that's the only giraffe fact I know. So right, but is it a made up fact? Because it doesn't count if it's true. Well, that's, oh, that's right. Hmm, that's you right. stumped me. You've totally stumped me. So I, I want right. to I want to break in real quick and explain because okay. we we've got more uh, watchers on uh, the Twitch viewers, viewers yeah. is what they're called. Yeah, My yeah. God, Twitchers. I need to learn Twitchers. more words. I'm calling Twitchers <laughs> more Twitchers, more twitching people. Not mm-hmm. not tweakers. That's tweakers. a different thing. <laughs> no, no, that's and, uh, that's our that's our after midnight show. So I got to <laughs> point out. I got to point out to you, you people on Twitch, that this is un unedited. Unedited. So if you want to hear nice words, wait till next Tuesday. This will come out in podcast form, and all the yeah. bad words will have been quacked. Having said that, uh-huh. Chris Hughes just put a middle finger emoji up, and then right under it, Block he him. typed out middle finger. It's the first <laughs> you I've ever had in closed captions. Wow. <laughs> That's, like, like That's well, it's in case you couldn't tell. Yeah, we're not smart enough to know what... They, they might show up small <laughs> enough that you might think... 
it's it's just a <laughs> with really big <laughs> no no you i have to point out that hey this is a middle finger is that don't his... think this is a <laughs> pick it's like is that his pinky finger he's what <laughs> right. he, why is he right is, is he waving with like, his pinky is like he the queen now is he yeah. drinking tea what's going on <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, you should you should be appreciative yeah. of the man making sure that you knew yeah that, that was a middle finger. Oh man, so Don, how did you get a lot of snow up in your neck of the woods? Uh, it's just the weather. Yeah, yeah, uh, we did. We did. We got a little bit. It wasn't a whole lot, but uh, yeah. it was enough to make uh, other people drive stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, what one of the segments we do on this show is called "Just Stop," where Mike and I encourage people, businesses. Uh, whoever to, there's a certain activity that people need to cease and desist. And my, oh, yeah. my just stop has to do with the, with the snow that we have. I'm not just bringing it up because I'm bored and I'm talking about the weather. Like I'm on a phone call with my mother. Um, okay. It was a very unnatural segue, <laughs> well, but we're good. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm getting into something. I was, I was as confused as you, Don. And well, I've been talking to this guy for like, what, 25 episodes now. So go ahead. So there's a, there's a thing that I want people to stop. As soon as we get a large amount of snow, people go and they take pictures of the ruler in the snow. And it, at, nobody cares how much snow you had at your house. Yeah, it's yeah. like you get to, you know, it's just your wallet with snow. And guy's like, Denise, get my ruler, get my measuring <laughs> stick. And they're out there measuring the snow and nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I care. Don't, I don't really see that much of that. I mean, you guys must be must be tied into some different Facebook groups than I am. Well, no, I, I think I saw five people today on really? on the on the Facebook talking about how much how many inches of snow they had at their I house. I have not. I have I have seen zero. Yeah, they right. could be more creative, like throw a baby out in the snow and take a picture of yes. that. You know, you could the say, snow right. is, and then is measure, one baby. The baby later, just one for baby a deep. Reference. That's how much snow we had. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But you know, you got two babies worth of snow out there. But they were babies <laughs> laying on their back. They were two flat babies. Two flat babies. Snow. We were going to stand them on their feet, but they're babies. They can't stand up. Come on! Right. All they out. did was crawl, and you know right. you don't want to do that. So, no. and the, the bad thing is, it's really hard to stack them up if the one on the bottom is crawling. So <laughs> yes. you got to put them under. <laughs> it is very hard to stack babies. <laughs> <laughs> babies tend to move. They right. Tend yeah. to they do. Bit, they you know, do. A little animated. Somewhat. Yeah. So it's it's really hard to stack them. Yeah, but I mean, especially if you get more than two, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> but you're going to have a baby crash landing. Just be thankful it's in the snow and they're not going to hurt themselves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're stacking babies tonight, kids. <laughs> yep, this is the baby stacking, the baby episode. stacking segment Sometimes, of the show. Sometimes got sometimes an irritable yeah. dad's got to stack a few snow babies. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. We interrupt our show for this important announcement. Congratulations to Jim Boyce, Irritable Dad Syndrome's podcast listener of the week. This has been an important announcement. I'm Dave Lay. But there's uh but there's also something that I think people should should start doing. If you're not doing this, uh I shoveled my driveway today, and then I had my kids shovel the sidewalk that goes up to our front porch. And the uh, uh, FedEx guy came and made a delivery today, 
And it was just as I was walking by the door, and I opened the door, and I said, hey, thanks a lot. And he says, you're welcome. And he says, hey, thanks for shoveling your driveway, your, your sidewalk. He says, nobody does that. <laughs> he says, usually they do the drive, and they don't do the sidewalk up to the door. And these guys, you know, they're making packages, deliveries all day long, and having to yeah. tromp through the snow. Shovel your sidewalk that goes up to your front porch. I don't I don't want well, anybody coming up to my door. I put well, bamboo shoots on, in the snow if I could. Well, you I have barbed wire around your house. <laughs> See here that my neighbor, my neighbor kid actually shoveled my uh, my uh, steps and my mm-hmm. sidewalk this last time, which is which is really cool. It's good to have a neighbor kid that does stuff. He mowed my yard for me like half of the summer. Okay, I didn't ask. Did you pay him? I did. I did. Oh, oh well, then. I, I didn't pay him to shovel the sidewalks, but right. you know, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I absolutely paid him to mow my yard because I don't shovel my sidewalk because I don't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because but I, basically, if you shovel your sidewalk, you have cleaned it. You have supposed to have been making that safe. And now if somebody slips and falls on it, they can sue you because you altered what nature did. That's true. Oh, oh okay. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the sidewalk in front of the in front of your house. I'm talking about the one that goes to your front door. Right. Okay. And yeah, I live back in a cul-de-sac. We don't have we don't have a big circular uh, sidewalk out there. I just have what goes to my front door. Yeah, uh, I make them I make them walk in the snow unless the neighbor kid wants to be nice again. <laughs> you know, speaking of shoveling, is is there anything funnier than little kids shoveling snow? <laughs> mine but, won't. I my my kids will not shovel the snow, so I don't know. What well, what ages are they? <laughs> well. Seven was, and thirteen. Are, we, are, are yeah. we back to babies crawling around now? Do you oh, like no, no. strap a scoop to their head <laughs> so they can shovel? Kind of like bulldozer babies. They just because they're going to crawl anyway, so you might yeah. as well have them get some work done. No, I remember. I remember my son. I think he was. I think he was twelve, and he was out helping. Helping, and I'm using quotations work when I say he was helping me <laughs> shovel the driveway. He was on. He was on the left side of the driveway, and he would scoop, and then he would throw it to his right. <laughs> and so he's, but he's, and then he would move to the right and he would shovel this, the snow that he the just, snow he just, he just shoveled. Did. Yeah. And part of me, Don was just wanting to sit back and like, how long is it going to take this kid to realize <laughs> that he keeps putting the snow, right? He keeps shoveling the same patch of snow. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. going on all day. And I'm like, buddy, and finally, <laughs> finally, I just, I just sent him inside because I felt so sorry for him. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have. That's that's a teaching moment yep. right there. You yep. need you need to step up your dad game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a parent, but you know, well, <laughs> if I was, my kids would hate me. <laughs> I remember when Mike and I did your show. Mike and I were telling stories about our kids and when they were little, and and I think the next day you went and had a vasectomy. <laughs> that is very likely because I did have one, and that's it's, it's a, one of the best things I've ever done. Yep. It, yeah, you, it hurts like hell, honestly. It, does. it doesn't now, but it did at yeah. the time. It oh yeah, it really. I'm not going to get into it because no. we've already. But you talk about you where you already lost some Twitch viewers, and I, you I talk think, about something that'll make you twitch when they grab that thing and yank it out of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think this podcast is painful enough as exactly as it that's, is. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> No, I, I would be a dad a lot like my dad because my dad he didn't he didn't you know teach you things he let you learn and then gave you the lesson afterwards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I learned about electricity that way with a key and an outlet. Mm-hmm. Hurts, yeah. don't it? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he could have stopped me. He was right there, but you know, he wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Don, what kind of, what projects do you have coming up? I was, I was saying at the beginning of the show that you're uh that you're an actor and uh, you know, you do your podcast and you have your radio show and, but uh, what kind of, what kind of projects do you have coming up? What, what's out there that people might've seen? That you, people might have seen mm-hmm. nothing. No, no. There, there's a lot out there. there there's a lot available on uh, Amazon right now. I did uh, a while back. I think it's still. I think a lot of stuff's still out there. I did. Uh, there was a series called Boggy Creek. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all about Bigfoot, and I get to. Uh, uh, I'm a character. I'm one of the lead. The featured lead is what they called it on episode two, which was a lot of fun. Uh, six feet below hell is always a great one to look up that I was in, uh, <laughs> over the summer, uh, black Mamba and the Goocher both released and neither one okay. of them is porno. So all of these are your romantic comedies. Have you done anything yes, scary yes. or, or off, off putting there? Yeah. Yeah. I was right, going right. to six feet below hell. Was that, uh, was that about your first marriage? <laughs> no, that was about the current one. No, the <laughs> current one. <laughs> <laughs> No, that that six feet below hell was was just super fun. It, it was a it's a zombie movie, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, I play I play a character named Reggie, which is a uh, he was a super fun character to play because I was never actually cast as Reggie. I stepped in when somebody left the project because mm-hmm. <laughs> I I wasn't due on set for like three more weeks. And I've told this story so many times on so many different shows, but I was cast as a different character that wasn't due on set for like three or four weeks. And the day before they were going to start shooting for the, for the first weekend, the guy that was playing Reggie backed out, he just called the director and said, I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So of course the director is mad as hell. And he gets, he gets in the Facebook group and he says, well, I got to rewrite this, this, and this, and it just drives me nuts. And I got, so I got a hold of him. I was like, well, don't rewrite. I said, I'll step in. I'm free tomorrow. I can come play Reggie and you have three weeks to recast my role. Mm -hmm. So he's like, okay, that's fine. You know, so a crisis averted, uh, we get to set that day and the guy that was supposed to let us into the set was actually passed out drunk inside. <laughs> so not only did Reggie, uh, we had to scramble to get that role filled. Uh, we get to set and we didn't have a set for two hours. We scrambled and found another location to film within two hours. We got there. The only problem is the way that that first scene with Reggie was written nothing mm-hmm. matched so we didn't really have a script the the first scene i did with reggie was completely unscripted and ad lib and we had so much fun doing that scene <laughs> that uh, the director actually rewrote the ending of the movie reggie was supposed to die originally mm-hmm. he rewrote the ending of the movie and brought reggie back to kill one of the main bad guys oh wow because it never actually showed Reggie's death. It showed him getting carried off by zombies. And, you know, I, I, I made the joke that Reggie's Reggie's such a, such an idiot that they couldn't find any brain to eat. So he was a zombie too, and let him go by professional courtesy. And all the zombie shows I've ever seen, I've never seen them carry somebody off. I've just, right. They pretty That's much just, was, yeah. well, it didn't really show them carrying. It's not like, off. it's not I, like I a carry out order there. Got, they just, they just they, need it right there. We'll eat right, this one they, later. They attacked yeah. me and I kind of got tied in with the, I didn't actually show 
show my death. So they were able to bring me back at the end. Zombies all torn up like I'd been hanging with the zombies him, yeah, for the last some, 45 minutes of the film. Put him in some zombie Tupperware and exactly. throw him in the back of the room. Carry home. Heat you up later. You never know. I can't possibly. I'm stuffed. I can't possibly eat this much now. Right. Right. Try new zombie (laughs) wear. It seals in the freshness. (laughs) Pop it open. Ooh, fresh brain. Fresh brain. Yep, zombie takeout. You just sometimes you got to have a it'd be a zombie bag, mm-hmm. I guess, like a doggy bag. <laughs> exactly. Home in a zombie exactly. Bag. <laughs> but no, it's it was a super fun, six feet below hell is a super fun film. But uh, Black Mamba is a really good one, and The Goocher, mm-hmm. which, like I said, both sound like porn. Neither of them are. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, those are both. Uh, those were both released over the summer. We just finished filming uh, Black Wolf. That's uh, we're okay. looking for distribution on that now. I think it may be there. I can't say too much about it. Right. Uh, as far as what's coming up, I have a couple of films that are coming up. We have one uh, with the same director as uh, Black Mamba and the Goocher and Six Feet Below Hell, William Lee. I work with him on a lot of projects. Uh, we have another one coming up with him, and there's actually one that uh, Mike Canistero, Dayton comedian Mike Canistero, has written. I've heard his and name. He's getting ready to film that one, and I uh, I don't want to go too I can't go too much into detail. It's it's called uh, uh, Big Trouble in Jackass Flats. It's a western. <laughs> I, I pay I play a mayor that is not very happy about being a mayor and uh, can't seem to lose an election. Uh huh. And in fact, I think the last two elections I won, I didn't even run. <laughs> but the town voted me in anyway, so it's it's a very. <laughs> I, I haven't even seen a clip, but I'm smelling Oscar. Yeah. I'm really I mean, no, smelling Oscar. A clip doesn't exist yet yeah. because nothing's been filmed. This Sounds is like still, a, like a this modern. This is still in the process, but you... it's it's gonna it's gonna be super fun. I looked at some of the cast involved. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like... gonna be a blast. I think Luke Capasso's in it. Uh, Aaron R. Ryan, who I've been I have been killed by Aaron Ryan in so many movies, and she is, she is. She is one of the sweetest people in the world to get killed by. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she she did. She she even killed me once uh in uh, it wasn't even a movie. We didn't weren't actually filming a movie. We were filming a trailer that was going to be used in another movie as a trailer for something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which was a very weird thing, but uh she yeah. yeah. <laughs> she actually uh I I almost I pretty much exploded in that movie. There was so much blood. <laughs> when she killed me and it was just like everywhere they actually they hooked a, a like a little uh like a fire hose tank they oh, had geez. that running up through my suit uh-huh and it just blasted blood out the front of my shirt when nice. I, it was so much fun i nice. was drenched i was drenched in blood from that <laughs> That sounds like it'd be fun at parties yeah just yes randomly. absolutely yeah. it's it's the new the blood cannon that's what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now you know in college i was in a band called blood cannon really yeah that doesn't yeah, surprise yeah. me that doesn't surprise me it sounds like all your movies are you know fun for the whole family uh, yeah. absolutely they are they're family movies they're, they really are they really are actually there is one not too long ago a short film i did that's very family friendly uh for for your family friendly uh viewers mm-hmm. right now called buttons which was actually it was a really sweet kind of it was a, it's a short film i believe you can find it on uh probably find it on youtube i saw buttons it was very good yeah, it was it was it was a very sweet feel good kind of holiday yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very very good. 
Yeah, cool. so I I do some I do some sweet movies like that, just right. very rarely. <laughs> Don, that's what I call you. You're showing range. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, showing range. Exactly. Yeah. Well, today on our today on our page, speaking of movies and television, Mike started uh, an argument between the two of us. I, did, I didn't start anything. I stated a fact. You and stated you a came fact. in with your bullcrap. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell the world. Sometimes stating a fact is the same thing as starting an argument, especially if you're speaking with a woman. (laughs) Well, I'm so well. Well, specifically with with a wife. If you're talking with a wife, stating a fact is the same as starting an argument every every time. You see, you're talking about the Remington Steel thing. Yes. Who doesn't love Remington Steel? I never said I didn't love Remington Steel. I just said, but I, but I, but I don't. Yeah. But no. So, (laughs) so. Don, today, Mike, out of nowhere, and we you need to we need to start talking before we make no, we don't. Posts. If we start talking, it's going to go to hell. I know. Well, last week you posted a picture of Lucky Charms cereal. It had nothing to do with anything. And I was talking about you too. <laughs> don't know what Lucky Charms and you too. It's, uh, come on. I, okay. Anyway, Don, today Mike decides that we need to do a reboot. Of Remington Steel. Not we do a reboot. Well, I'm the, not going to put the on world, a wig. The world. And, and so not, not you, you know, guys. It's yeah. something that you it think is needed. Be, no, the, you know everything else I, has come back. Why not? Why not bring some class back? They need to stop doing reboots altogether. Not that one. Okay, so now they can what, stop after that one. So when they do this remake yeah. reboot of Remington Steel, will Pierce Brosnan be in it? Hopefully, will they do a hologram well, of Doris Roberts? Do we bring the original cast back, or do we like cast in new people? I don't know. They're who all would be dead. The new Pierce Bronson, he's Are, not dead. Well, Pierce is—he's almost dead. I hope, <laughs> but but Doris Roberts was the the boss on it, right? Yeah, yeah. From yeah. everybody loves everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, yeah I mean, I know dead. who Doris Roberts is. I have never yeah. watched Remington Steel, so I don't care. Right. Yeah. But this is it, it came on after MacGyver. It was always on right after MacGyver. It could never get okay. that that spot. Uh huh. Right, because MacGyver. I watched MacGyver, and I was like, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what's I'll, coming on? Yeah. Remington Steel. That that sounds like something I don't want to see. Mag- yeah. Magnum PI can kick Remington Steel's ass. Well, it's not about who can kick his, oh, his ass. His mustache. Yeah. His yeah. mustache yes. alone could do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, so that's like Chuck Norris. Magnum PI's mustache is almost like Chuck Norris's beard. I would like to see the two of them just going at. It. Oh, that would be awesome! Yeah, just steel I'd versus like to steel. See, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So if you took away my ability to post and say stupid stuff, this whole show just goes to snot. We got a point. You do have a point. Right. right. Immediately. Yeah. yeah I, you, you know what, Mike? You're you're right, and I apologize, <laughs> and you. I'm I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, because it was a I couple just, weeks ago. I, I think I posted yeah. a picture of cheese. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, yeah. Just I, a, I have don't, to. I have to say, after if that's your argument, you two are far less irritable than your name would suggest. Yes. <laughs> Somebody like in week three or four wrote in and said, "These guys aren't as irritable as I was uh, hoping for." <laughs> well, yeah. Something something that I noticed. I was telling Darren is that it seems like our more popular shows tend to be ones with titles that could almost be mistaken for actual parenting podcast title. Like one of them, uh, our, one of our most popular ones is did your parents supervise you at all? And where that title comes from is where I, I lost my crap at some point in mm-hmm. the middle of the podcast and Darren just got, 
you got frustrated and said, did your parents supervise you at all? Well, you were telling a story about how your mom left you alone for like four days with nothing to eat but crackers. And you were watching. How, how old yeah. were you? He was I, like, like maybe three, four months, but it didn't matter. It's it's. The, oh, OK. The, well, that's fine. Then. The point is, the point is, is no, that his parents let him each... watch anything he wanted anytime yeah. he wanted. He watched Halloween when he was five years old. But some, Trauma, that's why other, you're traumatized now. Exactly. One of the other titles was made with real ingredients. Mm-hmm. You know, any of these that look like they could potentially be a parenting podcast, which cracks <laughs> me up because we already got the guy with the irritable bowel syndrome. Uh-huh. Now we're getting some, you know, like uh, the people that would probably listen to the Paris Hilton podcast are looking to our podcast for parenting advice. Mm-hmm. They're firing this thing up and they're hearing you go on and on about whatever it is that you yab on about while I'm trying to think <laughs> of something to say. And then me yammering on about you too. Mm-hmm. That's all they're hearing. They're yeah. like, what What the hell is this? Yeah. And they, they go on with their lives. That's Most of our listeners have been tricked and duped into listening to, to our crap. Right. That that's, makes sense. That's yeah. why they listen one time and then they leave. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, you got the one and done listeners. I'll have you have those from time to time. Yeah. Every once in a while, we do come up with some good parenting advice, which I'm about to impart right now. Oh, you have parenting advice? Perfect, a little bit, perfect. a little bit. I, well, I want to talk about movies because okay, okay, so I got I got two kids. You know, I got the 13 year old and the seven year old. And you know their names, right? Yeah. I okay. Think. Good. I just don't know which one goes. Right. With which. He knows their names: <laughs> yeah. the 13 year old and the seven year old. <laughs> right. So he named them that so he could. They change their names every, every year. year. So the the younger one, <laughs> otherwise yeah. otherwise he would have no idea how yeah. old they are. Right. Yeah. So the younger one, I know he's younger because he's smaller than the other one. He right. he always wants to go to the the like most hardcore of. Okay. So here's the deal. He, he's recently got into Wolverine or the X Men. You know, right. so we watched all the Marvel movies. If you look on Disney Plus, Wolverine is now on uh, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Well, he has put two and two together. He noticed that we have Logan. Now, I don't know. You've seen Logan, Darren. I don't know if you've seen Logan. I have not seen. Logan. Well, you haven't seen it. No. Okay. So I, Lo- I haven't either. So Logan is the rated R version of Wolverine that answers the question: What would happen if Quentin Tarantino got to direct Wolverine and he got to use his claws all the time and mm-hmm. it's all on camera with blood flying everywhere, decapitated heads, you know, going past the camera, pausing just long enough to you know for them you, you to see the, all the gore. Nice. That that kind of movie, just Wolverine Unleashed. Of course, that's all he wants that's all he's talking about is right. wanting to see this right. movie. Right. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. So, I tried to f- trick him by making him think one of the other movies is is Logan, but he's too smart for that. Charlie's so, smarter than anybody in your yeah. in your fa- family. So you've got that going on. And then uh, so I tried to point out to him that not all of these movies are for kids. And my example that I used was Batman versus Superman. I pointed out that his older brother, we almost had to leave the theater because of the violence of that. Now he wants to see Batman versus Superman. But the, yeah, the Batman versus Superman thing was horrible. We were in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew was getting a little upset because of all the guns. He, he was he was scared of guns at the time. All right. And I lean over. I to hope him. I hope you got him corrected of that. Yeah, I did. So I leaned over to him because Batman came on the screen and he was getting really nervous. I leaned over to him and I said, "Buddy, you don't have to worry because Batman he never uses any guns and he <laughs> never he never kills anyone. That's Batman's. That's his two rules. Right. the The next scene is a nightmare scene that 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 is occurring and Batman pops up out of a tank. With it looks like an AK forty seven and mows down about twenty dudes. Bullets okay. are hitting their favorite. The whole thing. And I, he, I just he, I've never seen that, but I've just actually gained some respect for Batman. On that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't a great movie. 
You're you're not missing anything. It wasn't. That part was great. I I haven't seen any of the Batman movies in a long time. Mm -hmm. So I don't really figure I'm missing anything with those. Yeah. Well, ever since since Batman became asthmatic, (laughs) there's just because that what it what is that guy they had playing him for a while that christian, just, christian bale christian bale yeah the, the asthmatic batman i couldn't get it <gasps> i couldn't get into that commissioner <gasps> it's like give, somebody give him his inhaler he's got to have one on his utility belt exactly got have everything s- else on there but he forgot yeah. his inhaler he's got anti-shark spray on his belt he's got right well, no right. i'm going i'm going back to the oh we'd let the kids watch the original batman series yeah on it's on uh the roku channel or one of the one of our streamers yeah you're talking like uh, old uh, what's his name? Adam West and, and Adam West and yeah. Burt yeah. Ward, yeah. And um, <laughs> Libby and I are just uh, we're that's my wife. We're just dying laughing because of how cheesy it is, yeah. and the boys are just looking at each other like, "How long is this yeah. thing gonna last?" And we 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 thought that they we were wrong. We were so wrong. We thought that they would get a kick because of just how stupid it was. Because yeah. that's I remember. I mean, I oh, always no, remember. Now they just think that you're stupider than they did yeah, before. Yeah, they, that's yeah, that that's been that's been them for as long as they've known me. Well, one of the things uh, to, for people who are, we've got Don Smith here from the Life Radio Show, and one of the things that Don does on his show every week is, uh, D- Don, you explore uh, weird and just crazy news stories. I and, do, uh, I do, and. and- to, yeah, to, yeah. To pay homage to you, I went and I found a few, and I hope that you haven't already mentioned them on your show. But I found three really good ones. I'm, I'm not going to read the stories. I'm not a newscaster, but there now, was now one. I have to say, are they new news or are they like old stuff that's really funny? They're pretty. They're pretty recent. Um, because I, and they're I've hilarious. Had people, I've had people send me things. It's like you should talk about this, and I look at it, and it's like four years old. It's like I, no, because no, 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 I, no. It's news. So, no, okay, okay. This this is very recent. There was a, a a Kentucky animal shelter that now offers this service. You can have a cat poop on the name of your ex. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's it's a good Valentine service. Exactly. Yeah. You could pay yeah. money, and I'm like, why don't they just go get Chris Hughes and he'll do it for free? Yeah, he will. Yeah, because there are actually there are some zoos where you can go and you can pay money to uh, have them name like a rat or a cockroach after your ex, and yeah. then they'll feed yeah. it to another animal. Yeah, yeah. That that's just there, a, are, there are some people out there that just need to get over things. That's really yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a really, ridiculous it's, waste of money. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, you used to. Well, you can still do it. You can buy a, you can have a star named after somebody. And, right. Right. Okay. So, yeah. how are you gonna know if somebody named that same star after you? Well, that's my oh, goal. Yeah. That's yeah. my you goal. You have to make sure, right? Yeah. That's all sorted hey. out. Just, just, just like when when you get your moon real estate, you have to make sure that deed is very specific. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's one of my goals is to be at one of these birthday parties where that's unveiled. This is your star that I had named for you. Right. At which point, I yell from across the party, "Bullshit!" Right. And come over. <laughs> that's my star. Right. Yeah. Right. It's blood cannon. Exactly. You know. Right. <laughs> blood- <laughs> it's. Back off. Get step yeah. off my star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blood blood cannon yeah. sounds like a red dwarf yeah. too. Blood I, see, I don't think yeah. I would pay I don't In think fact, I would... that that's gonna be if 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 I start playing World of Warcraft again, I'm going to have a dwarf named Blood Cannon. Oh mm-hmm. no. Don't you you, you uh, see I'm a I'm a World of Warcraft recovering addict. 
Mm-hmm. So are you? Just are just you? the mention of that makes me. I you know, I have all of the collector's editions. I don't even play that. I haven't even played the damn game mm-hmm. for about three years. But I keep buying whenever because I I was fortunate enough to get the original collector's edition, the one that you had to like mm-hmm. you know trample babies and and punch pregnant women in the face to grab you know oh, best totally buy. worth it. That right. one, after I got that one, I was like, well, I have to have them all now. Yeah. Uh, and if, I if I've, you get if you get to trample children and and, and punch pregnant pregnant ladies that's a win getting the game at that point is just like a bonus yeah plus yeah. i <laughs> darren loves when i start talking about video games on the podcast i well, love that you brought world Warcraft well, no, up, it, was, it was that video game that taught me a very valuable lesson yeah which is to check the box yeah. after you buy it because i bought world of woodcraft and i <laughs> oh, spent okay. i spent two hours making yeah. a dining room table and i'm like this is the most boring video game yeah yeah i've yeah. ever seen so I was at the point I, I so when I when I stopped playing it I was I got huge into it all the way up until Wrath of the Lich King uh, and I was in one of these weird achievement hunts where it was it was the holidays every time a holiday like a real holiday oh, yeah. came around you had to do stuff and I remember we were going on vacation and it was the feast of uh, something of whatever I forget what it was but there was some <laughs> achievement I was going to miss out on during the week of our vacation and I took my laptop. It was like eight a.m. every morning. I'm logging on to get the thing, and I, I have a I have a pet dragon from it now. I that, bet you, you do. Know, every once in a while, I guess I can get on and fly I, around my pet dragon that yeah. I yeah, almost you yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah I got yeah, a pet dragon. I, I have you. a friend that when the, the when they released Lich King, he took like three weeks of he used all of his vacation. <laughs> to play Wrath of the Lich King when it came out. I would say I respect a man and, like that. That one was worth yeah, it. Yeah. And well, he, he was very dedicated to it. For for a guy that was in his fifties, I've never seen a man at his age that was that dedicated to video games. <laughs> he was telling me once, I, I had so much respect for him as a human being anyway, because he he called his wife cheating on him with a friend of his that drove a convertible and he had that guy's convertible filled with concrete, but that's a different story. <laughs> My <No>. God. <laughs> <laughs> he came home from work. He came home from work for, for lunch and he, he knew what was going on as soon as he got there. And this guy's convertible was parked in front of his house with the top down. And there was some construction going on down the street. So he walked down to the guy that was driving the the cement truck. And he said, I will give you every dollar I have on me right now. If you go (laughs) fill that car up with concrete and then leave, nobody will know who you are or where you were, but I, he had like $1,200 in his wallet. I think they can trace and and figure out, you know, who was laying concrete that day. I mean, never, never reporting that guy got in no trouble for it. This guy went to court for for doing that because, of oh, course, he's not going to give up the name of the guy that just filled the car up with concrete. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when the whole story came out, I think the judge, he fined him and he made him pay to have the interior of the car cleaned. Wow. Well, you can't. That was it. You can't just clean out concrete. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. it was destroyed. I mean, it bent yeah. the frame. Yeah. So the yeah. car is destroyed. And it was just. <laughs> so he, he immediately became my hero. But he was telling yeah. me once he was getting ready to. Uh, he was. He he played what's the modern warfare or something like that. Which, yeah. Call, of, Call duty. of Duty. Yep. Call of Duty. Yeah. I think back in the day. When that first came out, he was big into that. And I guess he was. He was taking a shower one day and he just. He had the game on and was just sitting there 
And while he's taking his shower, he starts to hear a gunfight going on. Mm-hmm. So he jumps out of the shower, grabs his <laughs> controller, sits down on his, his wife had these white decorative pillows. He didn't want to sit down on the floor cause he was wet and covered with soap. Right. So he, he, I mean, he had shampoo in his hair and he sat there. He said, I was there for like three hours doing this battle. And the wife comes home and just has a fit. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, I've never met a guy that age that was that dedicated to video games. Yeah. He was, he was an interesting individual. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I still can't believe the concrete in the car. Oh, yeah. That was because yeah. I heard about that when it happened. This was like back in the in the early 90s, like late 80s, early 90s when mm-hmm. this happened. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe midnight, something like that. But I remember hearing the story when it happened. Uh-huh. And I got to talking to him one day cause I worked with him for a couple of years and I, I was got to talking to him one day and he was telling me that story. And it's like, dude, I remember that because mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad was watching the news when he, when we saw that. And of course I had, my dad thought that was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, you really got to hate somebody. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Well, check this out. Dateline, California. This is from February 4th. A a California man said he was shocked when the wallet he lost 53 years ago was returned to him after being found in the place where he lost it, Antarctica. Okay. (laughs) What the hell was he buying in Antarctica? That's what I'm saying. The guy guy was... He was a meteorologist. He was in the U.S. Navy, and it was in 1967 when he lost his wallet. And that's my question. Why are you carrying a wallet around... What did, our, that, what did that penguin see you doing that you, you gonna, had to pay him off? What are you going to buy exactly, some snow? Exactly, because I mean, there's, yeah, there's something going on there. <laughs> no, I, I had a gentleman as a guest on the Life Radio Show a while back. Uh, I believe the episode was called uh, Globies and uh, Ballers. He, he was, his name, he called himself Flat Earth Dave. Oh, God. You had a flat earther on your show? I did, and it was actually oh, interesting it was, would, <laughs> mike and i are fascinated i would love to have a flat earther i would love to have a uh, we'll reach out to him he'll probably do your show eh, i don't i'm not that fascinated <laughs> <laughs> i mean he was he wasn't a jerk or anything it, right. it was actually an interesting conversation because mm-hmm. i had no dot no idea what they actually thought and this is the truth they think that we live in the antarctic uh, uh basin that the edge uh-huh. the, there's yeah, no yeah. edge of the earth. It's just a lot larger than we think it is. And it's flat. It's a wall of, it was like a wall and, of ice that goes around yes, the outer and, edge. Yeah. And that's why nobody's allowed to explore Antarctica because the, the, the quote unquote world governments want to keep us in this base basin. They don't want us to know the truth right? because yeah. that's the power they have over us. Yeah. Well, that's my and thing. That's it's why like, you're not, nobody's allowed to actually go explore Antarctica. So if you, fa- if, if the flat earthers get wind of this guy's wallet being found in there and somebody returning it to him, mm-hmm. they're <laughs> going to have a fit because they're going to know yeah. that's going to tie right in with their whole theory. Yeah. But that's my thing. I, I want to see a picture of the edge of the world of yeah. the, of the earth. And then I want, you know, to climb over that wall and I want to take the camera and show me what's underneath the earth. And then, then I'll believe them. Yeah. Until then they're, they're full of crap. Absolutely full of crap. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean, yeah. how, how do I'm we know? Per- I'm how, pretty how sure we know. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure too. But, yeah. 
<laughs> What's wild is, you know, people were talking about, you know, whenever somebody talks about Mars or the rings of Saturn, and I always jump in and say, you know, Saturn's flat. And then they look right. at me like I'm nuts. Yeah. I'm like, come on, they're all flat. The moon, right. flat. They're, yeah. The yeah. sun, they're... oh, the sun is so flat. Unbelievably <laughs> flat. If, if flat, not, they flat. should be flattened. Exactly. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, this is like one of our early po- or this is before we even had a podcast. Because mm-hmm. Darren and I, you know, the, the podcast, I think we told you before, Don, and we've certainly told our listeners so many times they're sick of hearing it. Oh, yeah. But the way this thing started is that we would be at different events for our kids. And, you know, the kids are doing their thing like scouts or punching each other or Right, you know, ritual sacrifice, wherever the hell they were. I kind of miss we when we would go to ritual sacrifice. We would stand there and just talk about stuff. And I remember I had spent the weekend watching nothing but flat Earth YouTube videos, um, and came out of the house just unshaven, unwashed, and crazy eyed. And go, Darren's like the first adult conversation I have, and I start telling him all this stuff, and he's like, "Where did you get this?" Mm-hmm. And it's that evil that YouTube algorithm where you yeah. you watch something like. You know, you see a funny video of like a, a Burt puppet doing something unnatural to a banana, and then you watch that, and it, it suggests another video of like a Grover puppet doing something horrible, and you just oh, yeah. they're that's, all that's, that's you know, the rabbit hole, right? Yeah, there, the yeah. rabbit hole. So I just watched like at least five to six hours straight of of flat earth videos and it gets weirder and weirder yeah so to the point to where when i'm in a conversation like this and you're saying ah they think we live in antarctica basin i just instead of saying what i'm like oh yeah the wall of ice around a thing right oh so yeah so you've you you've looked into it as well oh i've been down that i've been in in down all through that (laughs) well there's that great there's that great documentary on netflix behind is it behind the curve Behind the yeah, behind the curve yeah, about the about curve. the flat earthers, and if you haven't seen it, I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, and and it follows the the flat Earth Society, and it's a, it's about an hour and a half, and it's just it's as, just as entertaining as as you can get. It's great. You yeah, know, it's oh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. you know it's no uh, six feet below hell. Right, um, that's true. That's but, true. Now, but, I, I, I do want to. I, I sent you a message earlier. There's always something that I forget. Every week, I also do a panel podcast called Breaking the Fourth Wall. Yes. And if you enjoy my news stories on the Life Radio Show, my segment on Breaking the Fourth Wall, we actually start out. It's called the News Buffet. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I do on the News Buffet and on the Life Radio Show is I have not looked at these news stories ahead of time. Right. Yeah. That's I am pulling them up as we're speaking mm-hmm. on on the show. So I'm going into it as blind as my guest is. And that's what half the fun is. Because yeah. I, I did these for years on the radio show. And I was often accused if I came up with a really good something really hilarious about what we were talking about. I've actually been accused of looking at them ahead of time and writing jokes about them. And I don't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I actually pulled one up while we were talking. <laughs> Can I do a news story Abs- on your show? Absolutely. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. New Zealand authorities have sentenced a woman who, who uh, tried in 2019 to smuggle nearly 1000 cacti and succulents into the country <laughs> strapped to her body. Uh, the <laughs> I've got the same story that I was going to read next. <laughs> well, is it? Is it? 
because I haven't looked at this one. The woman, uh, Wen King Lee, 38, pleaded guilty to violating biosecurity laws after she was caught twice with plants and seeds at Auckland International Airport when returning home for, to the city from China. Uh, New Zealand's Ministry of uh, for Primary Industries said in a statement on Wednesday, she was sentenced to intensive supervision. Whatever <laughs> the hell that is, yeah. for 12 months and 100 hours of community work. Uh, on March 24th, 2019, Lee strapped stockings containing 947 succulents and cacti uh-huh. valued at over $10,000 to her body and yeah. attempted to bring them into the country. The cacti included eight endangered and threatened species. Uh, she tried to dispose of the items in airport toilet after attracting the attention of a detector dog. They have dogs that specifically stiff out cactus. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that they specifically cited out biosecurity laws. Yeah. I mean, there's a point at which you don't, yeah. it doesn't matter what the law is. They just screwed up and they need to go to jail. And we yes. got 900 of those things strapped to you. It's over. Yeah. Her husband was like, I thought she just hadn't shaved her legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's 947. That, yeah. that is a yeah. lot of plants to strap to anyone. You yeah, you yeah. got. I, mean, I would think that should. There are so many stupid Guinness World Records out there that people <laughs> get. I would think somewhere there would be a certain amount of succulents and cacti strapped to the body. Uh huh. This has to be the record. So there yeah. you go, yeah. uh, Miss Lee. You have at least got the record for that. I mean that it it needs to be there. If if she's going to get busted for this and get. 12 months of <laughs> intensive supervision. I mean, <laughs> I've, not I've like house arrest, not house arrest, not no, prison, no, no. not a commuted no, sentence. No, you got to watch, you got to watch somebody. Intensive like supervision. Somebody yeah. has to follow her around like everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I have never seen one plant, one cacti, one succulent that I was like, Oh, I've got to have that. <laughs> yeah, like, I have Mike, got to. Mike, I have watch got out. to strap and that you, to me and smuggle in this, uh, smuggle this in. I, am I won't putting say that I've never in my pants, <laughs> and I am getting on the plane, and and I'm taking this home. This is yeah. mine. Yeah, this is yeah. my cacti. <laughs> yeah, but what what gave her away is one of them was an 11 foot cigarro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. these are cactus jokes. People try to keep up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're doing cactus jokes here on the live. It's, it's on, not, not even on the life on irritable dad. See, yeah, this, I don't even know what show I'm on. This anymore. is going great in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we're killing out in the out in Tombstone. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Don. Well, listen, we've got a few more minutes, and I was going to do some lightning round questions for you. Are you ready? No, but no. go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The meal that you have in the evening, do you call it dinner or supper? Depends on the day. Okay. Usually it's dinner. Okay. There we go. Now are you are you married or, or single? Are you married or single? <laughs> uh next question. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am married living blissfully alone. <laughs> Fantastic. No, I was wondering, it's like, you know, because you try to ask a girl as a hey, you want to go get some supper? It doesn't no. doesn't sound like you're it's yeah. gonna work. Yeah. You want some supper? Yeah. Some supper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as far as uh as far as Pop Tarts, do you eat those toasted or do you eat those fresh out of the bag? I eat those with my pants off. <laughs> really, that's that's the only rule I have. I cannot eat Pop Tarts, which is really weird when I'm nibbling them on them on them walking through the grocery store. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Because I can't even run from security because they're around my ankles. I can't, you know. <laughs> and then you've got cactus falling out of your pants. Yeah. Right, so, exactly. I exactly. dropped my cigarro. And then, <laughs> but I will say it is it's quite succulent. Yes. <laughs> Cause I remember yeah. I, I can, I can eat pop tarts right at, right out of the box. I don't like toasting them. And yeah, my mom I don't either it wastes too much time. Yeah. My That's mom right. would say, how do you eat those raw? I'm like, it's not meat. Yeah. It's, it's not, not right. it's, <laughs> the hell? it's, it's like eating a right. piece of bread. That's not toasted. Yeah. Yeah, you it's know. not like you had to go out and hunt it and clean it. You have to right. gut your pop tart, or it'll or it'll or it'll taint the meat. No, it's a pop tart. <laughs> Going out and gutting your pop tart. <laughs> oh my god! I think I just heard a show title. <laughs> yeah, gut your pop tart. Don, do you have do you have any OCD habits? I have a lot of OCD habits. Okay. My my dad was severely OCD, is still, he's still around. He's mm-hmm. severely OCD. So mm-hmm. a lot of that got on to me. And I think one of the weirdest ones that I do is when I take my socks off at night, I always take my left sock out, off, inside out. Just the left one. <laughs> the, right, the right one is not inside out. The reason is when I do the laundry, I can match them back up. Because I do, you can't wear a right sock on your left foot because they stretch different. And then you have that little dangly bit that curls up by your toes and it irritates the hell out of me. So no, I, that is one of my weirdest OCD things. And that is not a lie. That is actually my first wife thought there was something wrong with me. I would not let her do my laundry. Because I want my socks a certain way. <laughs> Is your right foot significantly like different shape than, than the left? You you mind your own damn business. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was reading a David Sedaris. Book. I have very large, big toes, and they stretch out my socks differently. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. God, I don't calm down. I'm not here. You know to... what they say about a guy with large, big toes, big shoes. Yeah, nothing. They don't yeah. really say. They don't anything say anything about, about it because it's just weird. No, years ago I read a, a David Sedaris book called "Me Talk Pretty" one day, and there's a whole chapter devoted to his OCD habits. And you know, when he was younger, he would he would put his tongue on the doorknob, and he had to walk around three times before he opened the door, and he had to walk around three times before he closed the door. And and he was doing this at school, and and his teacher was losing it, just losing it. So she <laughs> went to pay him a visit at home, and David comes home, and the teacher was there talking to his mother. And she had told him like all the things that he was doing at school. And after she left, you know, he's like, Mom, come on, who cares if I have to lick the doorknob or if I want to turn around four times before I put my sock on? And she goes, Well, you're an English teacher, that too. <laughs> my, my dad counts. Uh huh. My dad counts. He counts his pockets, he counts everything. And you, uh-huh. he doesn't even know he's doing it half the time. Yeah. And he'll he'll count by twos. He'll count by tens. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait one one two one two three four one mm-hmm. two three four five. Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a, one two <laughs> one two three four. Five. I was sitting when I was uh, a teenager. I was sitting in the kitchen once, and we have a bathroom right off the kitchen. And I heard him in there talking to himself. Mm-hmm. And instead of counting that day, he was saying, "Hey you." <laughs> <laughs> I open the door and he's looking in the mirror, combing his hair, going, Hey, 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 you, Hey, you, 
just for like 20 minutes, he's doing this. And I'm thinking that is the funniest thing in the world. He comes out and I said, dad, were you talking to you or were you actually talking to your, <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, I heard you say, Hey, you like 40 different ways. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not that bad. My sock thing. That's a private matter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now be. Before I, not a, everybody doesn't know about that this is this is a rare well they do now of this. Yeah, the, yeah. now three people now know about this <laughs> other than my wife my ex-wife and me we have listeners in denmark and england and russia yeah the denmark ditched us the, <laughs> the, the, the french lady i think is well, the, just... the russian the russian ones uh-huh. the russian ones are probably familiar with my work yeah, but, <laughs> but up. Yeah. No, ser- seriously. When when mm-hmm. we did uh, uh, what the first movie I did with William Lee was called uh, uh, Three Knee Deep, mm-hmm. and before it was even released on DVD in the United States, it was being bootlegged in Russia. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, wow, he man. he has had so many of his movies that are out there. There are Russian bootlegs running around out there, and I want to get a hold of one. Mm-hmm. So it has me dubbed in Russian. Nice. Oh yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> let me, let me tell you one OCD story real quick. And, um, and I don't know that I, I don't think I did this bit at any of my times at, at Wiley's that you would have seen, but I wouldn't have watched it. My, but, what? <laughs> wow. Thanks Don. Wow. Well, no, that's, that's not you. I never watched the open mics. Yeah. I, I, oh, okay. You know, I, because here's why. I had several people that decided they wanted to get my opinions on their set after they've performed uh, twice. Yeah. And they would call and, you. Yeah. And they, they would start sending me Facebook messages. And the one guy did it at like 1130 on a mm-hmm. Sunday night. And I had to be at work at six in the morning. <laughs> so I told him exactly what I thought about his set. <laughs> and that was the last time he ever came to the club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do a bit where, um, where I, you know, talk about how my wife would not be a good superhero because if somebody needed help and she needed to leave before she could leave the house, she'd have to check the stove. And she always touches the <laughs> eyes that. of the stove. She says off, 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 off. And then she checks it again, off, 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 off. And then, you know, you'd it think doesn't it doesn't count yeah, if you don't touch the knob. Yeah, you got it. Right. Well, you know, and then she does it like a third time because, I mean, she <laughs> was either wrong or one accidentally pop back on or you know and you got to see it touch it yeah. say it three times or it could still be on you know well yeah because so, one of them one of them might not feel right when you right touch it. I, I get this because i do this before i leave the house uh-huh. i don't say off but i will touch every single one of the oven knobs before i leave the house yep <laughs> but yeah i've done that uh i've done that bit my wife's like you know what i think you ought to stop doing the off 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 bit i'm like okay <laughs> But did it hit too close to home for her? Is it- I think she's, I don't know. She, she's not offended by it, but she's like, I think you've worn that one out. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think you've worn the stove out by I doing think it. You, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Don. Thank you. But do you find as a comedian, let me ask you this as a comedian, do you mm-hmm. find it difficult to talk about marital things without your wife getting mad? No. No, my you don't find you know, it difficult. Uh-uh. No, I um, you know she'll the, accept it. Yeah, the stuff I the stuff I talk about isn't so 
bad that she's like, I can't believe you're, you know, airing our dirty laundry out in front of the audience, you know. And, and it, you know, I go back to the, you know, Ray Romano. Someone once asked him, does his wife mind? He says, I tell her just to go cry on a big pile of money, you know. <laughs> right, but, right. But no, I don't. Well, I don't. Until you get the big pile of money from doing it, that doesn't. Exactly. Hey, you know, I've no, made yeah. I've made over $300 doing comedy in the past three years, so. I own a comedy club. Yeah. I've lost thousands. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Hey, kids, get into comedy. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just make sure you have a good job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, I, I, uh, that's, that's one of the issues that I had is because mm -hmm. I, I always talk about some personal stuff when I'm up there and some of it's deeply personal. Mm -hmm. And to me, I'm making fun of myself and my own life. Yeah. But yeah, that's this is that my comedy is a big part of the reason that I live alone now. <laughs> <laughs> and I still I still get angry text messages every now and then. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don, listen, man, it's been great having you as our first guest. I really appreciate you coming on yeah, doing this. And I awesome. appreciate it again. Been, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Man. Thank you for, for thank you for promoting our show uh early on tell everybody uh tell everybody where they can hear the life radio show uh you can find the life radio show actually the easiest way if you go to the life 1069.com uh there's some stuff about me there's some links to some of my movies there's links to the episodes i believe there's a blog on there where every time an episode's released it actually pops up i don't actually write a blog because who has the time but no you can find all of them on there you can also go to linktree at uh L I N K T R dot E E slash the life radio show. You can follow me on Facebook at the life one Oh six nine. And I'm on Twitter at Don Smith comedy. That's some of the places you can find me. Okay. You can also go to imdb.me slash Donald Smith for, uh, some of my movie, uh, information is on there. So, okay. And the first person who comments that they've seen, is it six feet below hell? Six feet below hell. Six feet below hell. Spent two and a half years for rent on uh, Redbox, which okay. is unbelievable because oh, there are wow. some big blockbuster movies that don't spend but a couple months on there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was watching this thing. <laughs> well, the first person who sees Six Feet Below Hell, uh, Mike and I will send you a. Hearty a, a heartfelt yeah. thanks. A heartfelt that's thanks. What we, that's what we can afford. <laughs> Mike's looking to be like, what? What are we going to send him? We don't have anything to send him. Sometimes we got Darren, nothing. We got yeah. Jack. Darren. Sometimes Darren gets a little four fingers deep in Grandpa's medicine. Oh, yeah, promising yeah. all kinds of to people. I, exactly. Yep, I understand that. You get a free membership to uh, to our show for the next year. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Don, thanks again. Thanks for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Good talking to you. You take care of yourself. Yep, you too. Thanks a lot. All right, Thanks bye, so. everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Oh, and guys, it's been three months and you still haven't paid me. This is your announcer telling you to keep it real. Also, I can't seem to find my keys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>